Let me tell you why you're here. What can I do for you? Well, I'm looking for a white rabbit. So, um, white rabbit. This movement is growing. We have an army of digital soldiers. Digital soldiers with irregular warfare at its finest. Digital soldiers. That story will continue to be told here. Welcome, fellow troopers, to another episode of White Rabbit. We have what we call citizen journalists. Digital soldiers. Welcome, fellow truthers, to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host, Catalyst Jones. We got a pretty dope show ahead of us today. I have somebody that is just kind of uh, spearheaded his way into my my movement. I heard you on um, Deplorable Nation, and I was like, oh, who is this guy? I got to go follow him. And I went, and turns out I was already following you. I loved everything that you said on uh, Janet's show. Shout out to Janet. She's awesome, by the way. So ladies and gentlemen, today we have Juan from Truth and Media. That's his Instagram account. And also he is the host of the Brick in the Wall podcast. Welcome, brother. It's a pleasure to have you aboard White Rabbit today. Yeah, thank you so much, man. This is a pleasure. It's wild. Um, same goes with you. I heard you on, I guess, Deplorable Janet. <clears throat> and I was like, man, this guy's so cool. I'm gonna go follow him. And I was already following you. I don't know how, but we're already following each other. And I was like, man, this dude's it. And somehow I knew you're my comrade. You know, we believe in the same thing. We want the truth to come out. And I just want to say thank you for having me on, brother. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you coming on the show, man. I'm always looking for fellow truth. This community is a lot bigger than people realize. When I first started out in my truth move, well, it's been years and years and years. I've always been the crazy conspiracy guy among amongst my friends and family, right? And then... I think that when this pandemic finally hit, we all kind of found each other because there was a lot of us starting to speak out. We were getting really loud about things. And then we finally started finding each other. And I think through the Q movement uh, helped bring a lot of people together as well. I don't know how you feel about Q or if that's even something you're into, but that also was able to bring a lot of people together. And I think that that's awesome that we have a lot of not necessarily exact minds but like minds in this movement who um want the same goal but maybe maybe not on the same page but we like to bounce all these ideas off of each other and it's great and i and i welcome anybody i'm i'm an open-minded motherfucker and i I love hearing other open-minded motherfuckers so welcome to the show brother thank you man i feel the same way I, i guess i wanted to do this ever since i was a kid i didn't know this was a thing and just like you said, this whole truther movement, since I was a kid, I can remember in elementary school, I would try to get all the kids in my cafeteria table to, you know, to start talking about ghosts or Bigfoot or aliens. You know, I just wanted to talk about the weird, mysterious stuff that we don't really get to see. And then since this whole COVID thing, I was like, yeah, man, I got to put my voice out there and come to find out there's hundreds of us out there. And it's beautiful to find the others out there in cyberspace. Absolutely. So um, what do you think? What do you think was your first rabbit hole or red pill that really opened you up to the fact that, yo, everything that I've thought I've known might not be what I what, what is true? Well, like I said, I guess since I was a little kid, my mind was always running at 100 miles per hour and I had insomnia as a kid. So I would lay in my bed and I just would psychoanalyze myself and ask myself questions 
And the first major one was I was it was around Christmas time and I was just thinking and wondering how the hell does one fat guy go to every house on one night and have every toy in one bag to do all of this and just thinking and thinking, no, this is not real. This is impossible. And then just after that, I was just questioning everything. After that was the Easter bunny, the tooth fairy. And Holy Santa Claus shit. <laughs> Sorry. I hit that a little late. When you started speaking about Santa, I wanted to hit that, but I didn't want to interrupt you. You're good. You're good. Hit it. Hit it. Holy Santa Claus shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. And that's how it starts. You know, ever since I was little, my dad would tell me things. And I feel so fortunate that I have the father that I did because Actually, just before we came on, I was listening to this song. Have you ever heard of jo- Father John Misty? I haven't. Why don't you put me up on game? Uh, well, he's a badass artist because I'm into alternative music. I don't like what's pumped down our throats through the mainstream media. I want to listen to something different that makes you actually think. So this guy, Father John Misty, he plays like beautifully music and lyrically music. And he has this one song called Pure Comedy. And he's basically talking about how hilarious humanity or the idea of man is and how we come to this earth and how we have to discover what's going on. And one of the main things that I think about that he says in the song is, is that um, I'm explaining, elaborating, but he puts it more beautifully. He says that we humans are the most intelligent and capable things, but it's hilarious how when we're born, we're so incapable and so vulnerable to death and that for example, other animals like horses or cattle, once they're born, they can walk, they can live off instinct. But humans, they, you leave them a baby alone and it dies instantly, quickly. And one of the things he says in that song is it all kind of relies on the fact of who greets you when you're born, you know, who your parents are, the ideas that they instill on you, the, the things that they teach you. Because when you're born in this earth, even if you have good parents, it's very hard to get a grasp of what's going on. You know, you have all these institutions and methods trying to indoctrinate you and pull you away from the truth. And that's what my podcast basically is. It's called Bricks in the Wall because we want to tear down all the bricks or all the lies and propaganda that has been put in front of us to keep us from the truth. You know, so I think one of the most important things is like to teach children, you know, to to teach them the ways of what's really going on in this world. And it's it's tarnished through schooling, through religion, through all types of factors. And yeah, that's basically it. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, although I think that that we've all been indoctrinated so much that um, it's not necessarily teaching children. It's, it's us adults teaching other adults nowadays. Mm-hmm. And um, some of these people are just so caught up into their everyday matrix life that you can present them so much evidence of anything and they don't, they don't want to see it. The cognitive dissonance in these people is just ridiculous sometimes. Yeah. And, um, so I know that you have like, uh, this QR code on your, um, truth and media Instagram thing. And, uh, that's, that's one way I think is a good way to get, get through to people, but I'll go ahead and let you explain what that is and what that is about and what made you want to do that. Okay. So one of the major things that I remember from my childhood is my father, I think I was around five or six years old, but this stuck with me. He said, Something we're walking at the park and he said, every human has their own world in their mind. So if you can change one person's mind, you basically change the whole world. So ever since then, I started thinking, okay, why are there good people? Why are there bad people? Why do they do the things that they do? And how do we change their mind? How can we change someone who's corrupt and evil and wants to do bad things? How do you 
how do you change them over? How do you change their mind? You know? So I've grappled with this question my whole life and just thinking how, how do you wake someone up? How do you get someone to see things differently? So constantly questioning how and how. So I said, okay, fuck it. I'm going to make my own playlist of videos that if you could basically tie someone down and force them to see them. I mean, I don't want you to force anyone, but just my thing is share this QR code, which takes you to a playlist that I developed over a couple of years now. And it's basically a playlist. If you scan this QR code, it takes you to YouTube and it starts off with Terrence McKenna. You know, I put these videos in a list in a way that I feel that a normie, a person who's asleep, you just put them in front of this playlist and they start watching these videos and slowly their brain is going to be like, oh, okay, that's weird. Why, why aren't we saving the world? Why isn't humanity at the pinnacle of what it could be? Why is the world so messed up? And if you watch these videos and pay attention, which is another one of my things is pay attention to what's really going on and you figure out what's going on, you'll start to see all these, this indoctrination has been put in front of us to keep us from, you know, reaching higher levels of consciousness and understanding. And so, yeah, I had this QR code. If y'all follow me on my Instagram, you'll see it. I post it very often because I believe this is truly one of the things that can help, help wake people up. I think that's a beautiful thing that you did right there. And, um, uh, if you don't mind, I would actually like to put that QR code on the flyer for this episode so that, um, I'll send it to you. Absolutely. That that's fucking dope, dude. And I, and I love that you're doing that. And I think that one of the most important things that we can do is wake others up around us Mm -hmm. that the evil that is going on, because a lot of people are stuck in this uh, red versus blue, right? Or um, Republican versus Democrat, you know, donkey versus, and, and that's not what it is right now. That's not what it is. This is truly a fight between good and evil. The more that they push all this propaganda on us and make us fight amongst each other, the more leverage that they have on each and every single one of us and the tyranny that's happening right now. I mean, you look at Australia, you look at, you look at, it, even here in the United States, I mean, just with the mask mandates, the vaccine mandates, everything that we're going through, um, which brings me to my next question is, do you think that there is an evil agenda behind this uh, vaccine push that they're doing? And does it have anything to do with, um, with maybe the mark? Oh, definitely. Um, The Bible speaks about, I don't know what you think about the Bible. I like the Bible, but it's hard to not think that it's been infiltrated or changed with. But one of the things the Bible says at the end, that's going to happen in the end times, it's going to be this great lie, this great deception that's going to be pushed on humanity to usher in this final war, the Armageddon. And this is all steps that's being implemented that's going slowly to take us to this final Armageddon. And it all starts with you know, they put it in movies before. It's predictive programming. Like I said, if you're paying attention, you'll notice it. In a bunch of movies, they put this idea that there's going to be this virus worldwide that's going to destroy the population, and the only solution is a vaccine. So this has been sold to, to us through media, and we kind of vicariously or subliminally accept these ideas that are being programmed into us. So now that the time has come, people can now see, oh, there's a worldwide uh, virus Uh, Just like the movie said, there's a way to take care of this and it's through a vaccine. But then the movies, they also show you how the vaccine leads to chaos, just like in, I think it was that uh, Will Smith movie. What was it? Um, 
where he's like the last person alive on earth yeah, last man on earth something like that but yeah basically i can't remember the, vaccine, the name of it but yeah yeah that vaccine destroys the planet but yeah i mean it i think rudolf steiner had a quote back in the four, 1940s he said something along that the mission will be in the future to eradicate the soul and that we will do this through vaccines so somehow they developed something that disconnects your soul from your body or I don't know, just disconnects you from source. And I think this is the stage that we're in and people don't see it, but it's like, it's right in your face. I just saw a video today about the whole COVID thing saying that they've already administered 8.53 billion doses. Oh my gosh. So you start doing the math. So if you start doing the math, if the vaccine manufacturers made a vaccine every second, it would take 32 years to develop, to make 7.8 vaccines. So how do they already have them? Another point is if every vaccine manufacturer had five uh, manufacturing companies and they were pumping out vaccines every second, it would take 10 years to produce the 7.8 billion. And it's weird how all of this is coming coming into into being, you know, and they told you that they were going to do this in their books. I like the Gramerica show podcast. That's a badass podcast. They basically read the books and the plans of the elites that they had from the early 1900s. And it's all in concordance to what's happening now. So, yeah, I totally believe that this whole COVID push is the big lie, the big deception that the Bible's talking about. Totally. The elites are, they're very, very patient and uh, they, they put in long, long-term plans and slowly, slowly take away from the human, your human rights, the human population so that you don't really notice it while it's happening. Right. It's like, it's like the whole effect where you, um, you boil a frog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also the frog- this guy, I saw this other video on Instagram about this guy from Israel. He was talking about how they slowly move the goalposts, you know, the, the Nazis and the Holocaust, all that, that happened. They said, the Nazis said, we're not going to do a Holocaust the same way. We're going to do another one, but it's going to be different. It's not going to be by force with dogs and guards and pressuring people to, to go into the concentration camps. They're going to devise a way until you voluntarily give yourself into it. People stand in lines to go get the vaccine. There's no guard dogs. There's no SS officers pushing people. It's all voluntarily. So they figured out, you know, how to, how to get people into people's minds and manipulate them to usher in this new world by, by our volunt by us accepting it. Yeah. And that's, and that's a scary thing. However, I, I do not 100% agree with you because they are forcing it in a way because not as many people took it as they were hoping. So, you know, you even had Biden come out saying, okay, um, I'm getting impatient with you. And, oh, yeah, and, I saw now, that. and now they start um, implementing, you know, you're going to lose your job. It's your choice. You know, you could either lose your job in your way of way of providing for your family or you can go get this experimental drug that changes your DNA injected into your body. If we go back and we look at like all the CIA projects that they've been doing ever since we brought over, basically we brought over Nazis to, to begin all these projects. Um, I I agree with Sam Shipley when he says the Nazis didn't lose the war. They just uh, changed, changed the name 
of yeah they just moved over here yep and so they've been doing all these mind manipulation games and procedures on us i mean we can go back and we can look at um charles manson and and that whole era where they were like putting L or experimenting with lsd on people and seeing how they can mind manipulate them after the fact bill gates even came out and said that it, we can we can make people more um, obedient through vaccines. Bill Gates is one of the biggest pushers in this vaccine. Bill Gates also wants to depopulate the planet. So, I mean, why why are people just lining up to take this? It's because they're watching CNN. They're watching MSNBC. They're coming home from work. They are expecting them to tell them the truth. And they're being fed straight propaganda and fear. And these people feed off of fear. And I see I say people very loosely because these people are very Luciferian and they don't look at you as human. They look at you as prey. Mm -hmm. Would yeah, you agree with that? I would, that's one of the things I would always ask myself, why is there evil? Why is there people out there that make bombs or, or create these problems? Is there really people doing this? Why? And this question would always keep me going. Why do all these things? But, you know, once you start paying attention, some of the biggest truthers kind of start turning to Christianity. And, you know, once you start talking about how maybe there's a, the devil or Lucifer, you start sounding like, um, what's his name? Um, Billy Bobby's, uh, who's that kid from uh, that football movie, The Waterboy? His mom would always say that the devil is, is... The devil? Everything is the devil to you, mama! The, it's the devil, Bobby. So you start sounding like that, but it, it's kind of true. Once you really start paying attention, you see, okay, why is there evil people doing this? And you start seeing that there's the Trilateral Commission, the CFR Commission, the Bilderberg Group. Who are all these people working for and why? And as you go up the echelons, you start getting higher and higher to who's really ruling. You start noticing that these people are in direct contract with demons and Lucifer himself, and they're carrying out his orders. And his plan is in the Bible. His plan is to unify the whole world, which, yeah, sounds nice and beautiful and hippy-dippy, you know, to unify the whole world. We're all going to be one. But this is the, the, the wolf in sheep's clothing, you know. Yeah, we're all going to be unified. But once you unify the whole world, you have it all under, under one control this totalitarian technocracy that's being uh, contr that's controlling all of humanity. That's the point. Yeah, they do it through, through nice sounding things that it's going to be beautiful. You know, you're going to have a chip and just go through any store and pick up whatever product you want and leave. And it's all in the name of convenience and that it's going to help all of us, but it's a plan that's to deceive people and to control the whole world and put it under one person's control. And this is the one eye of Lucifer, I believe. Uh, beautifully stated, my friend. Do you think that this vaccine is going to depopulate? Well, <clears throat> I want to say yes, but I'm not sure. I mean, I have a bunch of ideas, but I, I, I mostly want to say yes. And I want to say yes, because in these past couple of movies, I think, did you see the new 007 movie? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, well, this movie was intended to come in. Uh, I'm going to spoil it for everyone, but this movie was intended to come Spoiler out. Spoiler alert. Yeah, and come out in 2019. And the movie is about 007. He's trying to go against this underground network that developed. Well, it was actually the good guys developed a way to kill the bad guy. And the way they did it is they would create nanobots that would go into people's DNA and alter it to where a specific moment they could push a button and that person person would be dead. So, you know, this is very analogous to what people are saying that the vaccine contains um, that metallic stuff inside that they can activate with electronics. 
And yeah, I believe that at a certain point, it's going to come a time when they're, well, people are already dying, but I feel there's going to come a point where they can push a button and control and kill everybody, I think. Ladies and gentlemen, QD has just joined the conversation. She is my guest host for the evening, and you all know her and love her here on White Rabbit. QD, welcome to the conversation. We were just talking about um, how evil these vaccines are. Well, hello, Fran, and hello, my other fellow patriots and friends out there all around the world from coast to coast. It's very nice to see all of you. I see. Well, I mean, that's one good way to jump in how evil these fucking vaccines are, of course, you know, but I think there is something to be said about the entire situation, right? Is that a lot of us had no idea. Yes, this, this obviously applies to a lot of the normies and the masses, but a lot of us were not aware of how fucked up it was. And the small portion of us that did have an idea, even some of us were a little surprised of how dark and dismal and disgusting all of it truly is. And honestly, if you really think about it, the real ones, those of us that really know how fucked up shit is, even if it's just skimming the surface of it, it's really hard for you to sleep sometimes. Well, obviously. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So, we were, we were just kind of going over the whole uh, Bill Gates push for the vaccine, his wanting to depopulate basically the planet, and also his his ideas and satanic. Uh, we were also going into the satanic aspect of all of this. And one point that I would like to make, which a lot of people will say like, oh, well, that's stupid. I don't believe in Satan. So, you know. It doesn't matter if you believe in Satan or if you believe in Jesus or if you believe in God. These people believe that they are doing Satan's work and they also believe that Satan is their God and they believe that they are promised some things after they do these horrible things to us. And so it doesn't really matter what you believe. These people in power believe this. So Juan, I was hoping hoping you could... Yeah, well, I actually want to say something about that. Um, I'd like to point out this guy who his name, um, Altian Childs. He was an Australian rock singer who left the whole scene and he actually made a five hour video describing what the Freemasons are and how they basically rule the whole world through their satanic and evil religion. And the Freemasons, they have an encyclopedia. And here is their term for an atheist. Their term for an atheist is one who does not believe in the existence of God. Such a state of mind can only arise from the ignorance of stupidity or a corruption of principle, since the whole universe is filled with the moral and physical proofs of a creator. So they're telling you themselves, if you don't believe in God, that's fine, but they do. And they're calling you stupid and ignorant for not seeing, just seeing how beautiful this realm is and how it all works and how it's interconnected. Of course, there's a God. How dumb can you be to not? recognize that hello anybody home think Think. exactly exactly and to me the funniest thing that i see and i wouldn't even say i wouldn't even say ironic because it isn't If, if anything it's actually very appropriate it doesn't matter whether or not people believe in the sick, disgusting things that are happening, whether they believe that it's supernatural or not, the whole point of the matter is it doesn't make it any less true. It doesn't make it any less true that children go missing every year and we don't even find a fourth of them. It 
doesn't change the fact that there are literally people that are so dark that they will go out and seek these people that did nothing wrong, just innocent victims to hurt them, harm them, kill them to get glory from their God. It doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. The fact is it's happening and it's true. So I feel like sometimes people use, oh, well, it's not, no, this isn't real. This doesn't make any sense. Well, what's really sad is that even your Satanists believe that God exists. So isn't it ironic? Satanists believe in the presence of an almighty, powerful God, but you don't? Mm -hmm. The people who rule the world, the people who you see on TV, the celebrities, the comedians, the artists, they all believe in that. And you don't? What makes you think that you know more than all these people who are in a group meeting in secret, talking about how they're going to deceive the people? Come on, people, wake up. Exactly. And I think they sometimes use it as a cop out, too, because I believe it was Isaac Newton that said, you know, he looked at the universe and he's just in awe. And he points out that atheism is senseless. How beautifully engineered the world is and how everything is interconnected and how it's strategically placed in each position to work. Everything has a cause and effect. There's no way that something of that magnitude is random. That there is clearly some all-powerful, superior, intelligent being or creator, as they put it, that put everything into place. Now, you may have other things that came as a cause and effect, whether it was evolution or whatever you may call it, but there was a starting point. The starting point is that something that is outside of time and space, outside of our realm, created everything that you see in front of you. Mm -hmm. I mean, just look at the fact that a lot of people, what are the two biggest, the two biggest chapters that they try to discredit? Genesis and Revelations. Why? Because Genesis actually lays out for you how everything started, essentially. And yes, I do believe that the Bible is one of the best books Yes, that was ever written to me because it does answer a lot of questions. If you really look at it, the Bible actually tells you socialism does not work. I mean, if you have issues with patience, just think about how long it took for God to give, you know, Abraham a son. You have to think of all these things that they put out there. So it's a tool. It's a very valuable tool. However, this tool has also had probably about 300 different authors. And they write it in such eloquent format that sometimes you have to really think these people that wrote this were very intelligent. But now you have people that can't read between the lines. They don't understand what allegories are. They don't understand what metaphors are. So if you write a, a brilliant book like that in an allegory format, sometimes people don't understand that. And they believe, oh, God created, you know, the world in seven days. No, that's seven days his time. Yes. yes, that's God created time. God is outside of that time. He is on a different timeline. So our time we're doesn't probably, We're probably only a couple weeks old in God's time. Exactly. But, but that's the whole point. Some people take certain things to such a literal notion. And when you have the thinking to say, okay, well, since everyone is all about taking things literally, then... Why would you force people to get something that's experimental and you use the excuse, well, Jesus would, 
Jesus worked with lepers. I really don't think he would give a shit about a virus that has a 99% survival rate. No, not at all. Because um, we we have an immune system that we were born with that's pretty fucking awesome. And it's pretty goddamn, re- I, God, gosh darn resilient. And if, if you want to think about it, I have hope that a lot of these people that have taken the first and the second dose mm-hmm. and that have woken up and like, oh my gosh, I don't want to keep doing this that the human body is resilient enough that some of the most of these people are going to be able to fight off the bad things that are inside of them. However, you know, we're talking about spike proteins that are purposely injected into you. Um, like you were talking about one, we have, we have the metal, I, I can't remember what it is, something oxide. Graphite, graphite or something like that. Yeah. Graphene, graphene, oxide. graphene oxide. And, um, before you hopped on here, QD, is is we were talking about how Bill Gates was talking about how he can make people more um, basically obedient through vaccines. And this old old video that I actually um, heard heard on Sam Tripley's show today, somebody was talking about that. So I, I do kind of want to. Um, I know I know Juan, you talked about it a little bit, but I want to know what your outlook is. What is their end goal with this vaccine? Well, I think the like the Georgia Guidestone says they want to eliminate a large portion of the population. And um, if you, if you're just going by off what the Bible says, I want to go back to what actually Cutie said something about the Bible that the Bible was actually originally written in Hebrew language, which the words actually were synonymous with with numbers. So each word had a certain numerical value. And yep. there's even a Bible code that you can dissect and go within that brings you even more information. But other than that, um, you were saying that, yeah, I think that the end goal is to lower the population. And if you go by what the Bible says, the end goal is to go to Armageddon. You know, they want to get to the point where they want to rule the whole world, but Jesus will come back and intervene. And I think that's what the end goal is. And I know there's a lot of skeptical and hopeful people out there, and I want to be hopeful as well. But if you're going by what the Bible says, it's going to get a whole lot worse before anything actually starts changing for positivity. Yeah. And that's kind of scary because what we're going through right now is already scary enough. And, and like I already mentioned, like Australia, but you look at other countries that they've, they've already committed genocide, you know, like we go back, not, not even two generations ago, Germany was committing genocide on a lot of people. A lot of people don't know this, but in our lifetime, Dr. Fauci was committing genocide through his AIDS research in different countries and also through other vaccines. And a lot of people are laughing about a uh, vaccine shedding, but that's actually a real thing. That's an actual real thing that these these vaccines, um, you you actually admit emit things from your body after taking the vaccine and you can be around people and they will start to get certain side effects. Now they're not going to have the, the, um, spike proteins. They're not going to have the graphene oxide in their body, but it's, it's been studied that women that have taken the vaccine that are around other women that haven't taken the vaccine are experimenting or experiencing, um, some bad side effects within their, um, what's the right word? Um, their cycle. Yeah. So is this the end all be all, or is this just the beginning of let's see, let's see how compliant they can be. And then we'll give them the end all be all. Well, I think that 
realistically, how we view catastrophic is a lot different than what a normal person is going to view as catastrophic. Right now, how it is, it's really not that bad. It's really not. Even, even in other parts of the world, it's really not. But it is catastrophic to normal people that haven't been paying attention to anything. Because right now, a lot of us, it's like we're watching a very, very slow movie. That's what it feels like. Because everything that is happening, we've already tried to give people a heads up about all of it. The vaccine passports, the vaccine mandates, the segregation, the uptake and aggression in other countries because they don't have the means to defend themselves. We've already tried to tell people this. Now, this is an I told you so moment, but this is simply stating that a lot of people that have been aware, that have tried to warn people, this is not going very fast for us. It's slow which is why you have a lot of frogs and a lot of patriots that have lost patience with anything because they're so used to everything happening so fast. But if you already are 20 steps ahead of a lot of things, especially the mainstream media, it's going to be aggravating and it's going to be frustrating. So to a normal person that is not very aware that is just coming into this shit, this is just horrible. This is catastrophic. This is the apocalypse because they haven't been aware of it for so long. And now that they see it, they have to connect the dots. So now it feels like they're watching an action movie. So it's like, we're watching the Godfather series and we all know how long that shit is. And it's like, they're watching the Die Hard series. Right. But I feel, I feel like for some people it is catastrophic. Like you look at, like, let's say Joanne Nicole, my, um, my co-host that hasn't been on in a long time because shit's really bad in Australia right now. So she can't, come on and do the show because she's literally fighting a genocide out there in Australia. So it is catastrophic for some people, but like what you're saying is it, or are you saying this is just the tip of the iceberg and it's going to get a lot fucking worse before it gets better. And Juan, you kind of already said that, but I'm saying that it honestly depends on where you are in this grand scheme of things. Still, even for people that are extremely aware, because I know some people in Australia and New Zealand too, that are dealing with the same shit she's dealing with, but they have a different perspective because a lot of them were special forces in their country. And they still are saying, yeah, still not that bad. So again, it depends on the people. It depends on where you are in all of this. And just when you think it can get bad, it can get a hell of a lot worse than that. So what I'm trying to say is for some people, yes, this is the very tip. And then they're going to be at a precipice where their people make a decision. That is just how it is. This is the worst game. This is the worst game of just the tip that we've ever played. I, I agree. Just the tip. But um, yeah, like I said, it really all depends on where you are on this chessboard. That's really all the what it boils down to. Because even though the bullshit that America is dealing with right now, we are still in one of the best spots in this entire situation. And why? Because we are different. Because we still have those means to take care of business if we need to. Means or means? Nations, those other nations don't have that choice. You're ridiculous. But those other nations don't have that choice. They don't. At the point where they're literally yoking up indigenous people in other different parts of the world and putting them in camps, or at the point where you literally have people in Canada that are stuck in hotels, that's where they're at the precipice where they have to make a choice. And they still have a choice to make. And I get it. People get frustrated. They feel like there's no end in sight. They feel like it's darkness everywhere. But if you have that attitude, you're just telling me that you're somebody that you're afraid to go forward to make a choice. I understand. It's horrible. 
I've been to those countries where, hell, honestly, coronavirus is probably better for them in their regular life. <laughs> I'm serious. I've been in places where women were treated like cattle and not like people. So yeah. in all actuality, some of this that some people even still think is horrible, there's nations that have dealt with worse. And yet they're still going forward. They're still figuring that figuring it the hell out. I mean, hell, Japan just suspended all mandates, period. No vaccine mandate whatsoever. And they've even said that Inversarin will be the treatment. They said, yeah, we use it as a treatment. COVID's no longer a problem. So why is it that nation mean, has the balls? You mean case? ivermectin? Yes. Yes. So, um, so how does this one, how does this play in to the spiritual warfare? Well, that's my thing. Like I'm always my head is between these two points. I want to ask y'all, do y'all think that we get over this and in the future COVID is just another thing? Or do you think they will force this on us and try to force this totalitarian world dictatorship? I honestly feel like this is where people either stand up and we say, fuck you. We are not complying and we are not going to go along with this shit. And we, we gain our freedom back because we've already lost a lot of our freedoms. And, and we all know that once you give up one, you don't really get it back. But I think that there are so many people waking up in droves right now that you are not going to be able to stop this. And the biggest way that they are stopping this is stopping people like us from speaking out. I was just on Samurai or Sergeant and Samurai podcast the other day, and uh, they post their their podcast on YouTube. And because I was on there, they got their first video deleted and they got their first strike. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, fuck. But this is this is the war that we're dealing with, right? So they don't want the truth coming out. Now, I feel like there is a beacon of, beacon of hope coming because we have True Social about to come out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like once people see that there is a place that we can all go and we can speak without being censored, then the truth will start getting out there. Now, whether or not you are a conservative, whether you are... Um, a Trump supporter or not, it doesn't matter because once true social comes out, so many people are going to flock to this platform because they're sick of being censored, no matter what it is. And there's so many people out there that love trolling people like all of us that they're going to be like, fuck, they're not on Facebook anymore. They're not on Instagram anymore. We got to go to true social so that we can troll them. And then they're going to see the truth. I love that he calls it true social. This is going to be a great awakening. And ladies and gentlemen, we are only beginning to play offense right now. Time for playing defense is almost fucking over. We got the ball. What the fuck are we going to do with it? True. I totally agree. Now you can see all the social, like the major mainstream media sites, they're all losing audiences. I think all the, the reporters from CNN, they can't even catch up to the numbers that Joe Rogan has. And like you said, not even close. Yeah. People are leaving. They're trying even the people who kind of believe in the mainstream media. They're like, I got my first vaccine. I got my second one. You said it was all going to go back fine to normal. And now you want me to take another one? What the fuck? So like you said, so many people are waking up and they're leaving. <laughs> and like, <clears throat> there's a this bunch of ancient cultures that talk about. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Kitty. 
Oh, no, I was just saying, and this is coming from people that are all about that shit, saying trust the science. And it's like, you need your fourth booster. They're like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, it's exactly. Not, no. <laughs> and I feel this all goes in concordance to what a bunch of ancient cultures talked about how humans went through cycles. They went through cycles of golden eras and through cycles of fucked up when people were trying to control others. And I think we're on the coming up of this great awakening. So that's why I'm always wondering, is it really going to be the end Armageddon that the Bible talks about? But then again, it says that Jesus comes back. So what if it's not literally Jesus, but this Christ consciousness of people like, hey, man, we just got to love each other. Stop forcing people. Let us be, you know, and this is Christ coming back through people's consciousness and minds and telling us, hey, man, just let us be that system of governing, controlling and forcing people. That's the old way. We have the Internet. We have the technology. We have everything we need to create a paradise on Earth. But because of y'all motherfuckers have been ruling us and leading us to dead ends, y'all times is up. Now that we have the power, we're going to make it happen. I, I love, love it. that. It's great. I, I, I got to pee. I got to pee, you guys. I'll be right back. Go ahead and oh. keep talking. Okay. You yeah. go, Kitty. You'll be the host. Oh, okay. Very well. I guess I will continue doing this. Okay. So, um, is it, is it, what, what's your, oh. You just call me Juan. I'm Juan. Juan. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So overall, I will have to say that I did see some of your posts. I did like a lot of them. I think they're pretty, pretty neat. Um, I do love that the one thing about this movement, people that are legitimately in it for the right reasons, is the fact that we're all vastly different, right? We're all vastly different souls. We all focus on very different things. You know, some of us focus on exposing, you know, big pharma. Some of us are, you know, all in for the children. Some of us are into exposing, you know, the pedos of Holly weird, you know? So I do love the fact that there are so many different people that are involved in this that are all have a very different focus. It's a beautiful mm -hmm. thing to see, but yet we're all in it for the same reasons. We all want to help humanity and we all want to guide them back to the light. We want to be that flashlight in the world of darkness, I guess, as you might say. Yeah. I love one of the first videos that I start off with my playlist is Terrence McKenna saying that we have to spread this meme of the guy in way. And like you said, this guy and idea doesn't just come from one factor of people. It does. It comes from all kinds of people. We all have our own lives and our own specialty that we're focusing on that we're trying to expose. You know, like you said, some kids are exposing the pedal. Some people are exposing the corrupt politicians. We're all pushing toward this unification of humanity that we all have the power right now to create heaven on earth. But because of these assholes, we're being led down wrong paths. And yeah, it's beautiful. We all have our own calling. We all, I like exposing truth. I, I, I don't really know who you are, but yeah, we all have our own special calling. And as long as we put, like, listen to ourselves and know who we really are and know what we're really after and go after it, you know, we're all here for a reason. And I like to say we're, we all have two days that we're born, the day we're born as a baby and the day we realize why we were born. And I was, I realized I was born to push and spread the truth and expose all the corruption. You know, we all have something that's leading toward that, you know, unification of us, you know, we're just trying to be free and not be oppressed. I think that's beautiful, man. That's amazing. I, I agree with all of that. 100, 150,000%. I think it's great. Um, to me, I think that it truly says something about your spirit and about your soul that you want to help people. And a lot of these, these people you will never meet. You will never meet them in person, but yet you want to help them because you know in your heart of hearts that it is the right thing to do. And, and we're comrades, that. like we don't know each other, but I, whatever you, measures you want to push, I want to help you because I know you're going for the truth, you know, 
like you said, we're all humans, humans instinctually as a baby, humans want to help each other. My daughter, when she was a baby, she wanted to offer me her cookies always, always without like even thinking about it. But as she grew older and her ego got developed, you know, she was like, oh, these are my cookies. You know, I don't want to share. I want to keep them in my, I want to have more for me. You know, <laughs> So right. this comes as you, as humans, we all naturally want to share and love and raise each other up. But as we grew up, we, we start realizing jealousy. We start realizing the ego and we want more for ourselves. You know, I want to step on this person so I can get above. I want to get mine. But, you know, this is like I'm saying, maybe it's this Christ consciousness that returns and says, you know, we all want the same thing. We all want to be healthy. We all want to be strong. We all want to have our kids be healthy and strong. Let's push toward that. Yeah. No, you right. become best friends. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely, though. That's definitely what it is. And, you know, when I read a lot of scripture, and especially when it comes to the end and in, in Revelations, you know, you really have to think about every single thing that transpires, you know, in that book, right? And it's talking about, you know, and even the, the world, the word apocalypse is not meant to be this, this doomer type of mentality. In all actuality, apocalypse actually means the unveiling, just like revelations. That just means, you know, you're rolling into the new. It's, it's the end of the old and it's on to the new. But we are, we are just programmed to associate these two terms with something dark and demented and just overall negative. When in all actuality, an apocalypse, that's just you seeing things you didn't see before. Mm-hmm. Now, it's just showing you things that you did not see because of whatever reason, whether it was because of your ego, whether it was because of your just sheer ignorance, or if, you know, it was just voluntary stupidity, because Lord knows we all see things like that. The voluntary stupidity I see on a consistent basis. How about you, man? Yeah, well, actually, when you were saying that, how it seems like we're all doom and gloom. Yeah, I mean, we all want to, a lot of people want to push that fear mongering. But if you want to see it in the way that these are the birth pangs, you know, it seems horrible and terrible. When a baby's being born, you know, he's in a comfortable inside his mom, warm, cozy. But all of a sudden, it starts feeling forced and being pushed. And like, no, I don't want this. I don't want to do this. And it starts coming out and it starts like, what the hell is all of this? I don't want to do this. Put me back. Kicking and screaming. It's cold. It's cold. What are these things looking at me? I have to use my lungs. (laughs) I have to do my own things. Yeah, we don't want to do that. It's (laughs) horrible, but this is the new beginning. You know, after you go through the birth, Mm. you're going to experience all this new experience that's going to be amazing. It's heaven, you know, but we just got to work to it together. I agree. And, you know, here's, here's another thing, too, what I've always thought about. What if you don't look how you are? What if we're legitimately just just avatars, right? What if all of this isn't even real? What about when we go to sleep? That's when we wake up and that's when we are real. And when we die, that's the end of the game. That's the end of the program. In all actuality, I think maybe before before you were born, that's your first traumatic event, right? That you can that you don't you don't remember. You don't remember. You don't remember how it starts, right? Mm-hmm. So that first traumatic event happens. You're here. You're in this world. And you know, you ever catch yourself sometimes just staring off into space for a moment? And you don't know why, but you just mm-hmm. do it randomly. Mm-hmm. I think in that moment, that's when you remember for a split second, you remember exactly who you are. <laughs> for a split second, you remember. And I think, and I like, think we need like a mantra to bring us back to who, who we are all the time. And maybe imagine, who are you? Right. I'm just saying, would that be out of realm of possibilities? And then when you die, you actually wake up and you're back in your, your world. Well, how do you know? How do you know that you're gonna die? Exactly. 
Exactly. How do you even know that you're dead? How about that? That's just the, that's just the, I'm thing. just saying, I'm just saying everybody, you, you assume that you're going to die because you've been told that everybody dies, but have you died? I actually want to talk Maybe. about that because I've had several experiences in my life where I think I've actually died three times. For example, oh, okay. the first time oh. I was seven years old and we were leaving church and we were driving in a car and we we're in the back seat, me and my brothers. And mm-hmm. we would play this game that when we go on a turn, we all push each other toward that end. Oh, so yeah. Would, we used to play that, too. That's funny. Oh, that's weird. We, we There's no rules. We just know, though. Anyways, so they push me. We go on a turn. They push me and I fly out the car. And, and I, I see this car going toward me and I, I feel what? like maybe I died. I was probably run over, but like I heard San Tripoli says, you, what if you just transferred to another reality where you continue living? Yeah. So you just went into a me. different timeline. Exactly. That's happened to me a couple of times. Another time, one of my dumbass buddies brought his gun to my garage and it went off and I was, and I thought, what if I died there? And I'm just, I just jumped to another reality. So I think there's something. Wait, it just went off randomly. No, he was playing around like an idiot. Oh yeah. Well, you shouldn't hang out with No, I know he's got, that was way back in like the day. That was before <laughs> I started really looking for the truth, but yeah. Yeah. I think that's a very potent idea that you don't die. You just transfer your consciousness to another reality. <laughs> that's actually that's actually a really cool idea too and in fact honestly we never die we're just energy we just go somewhere else you transfer it there, there is no end yeah exactly um so it's funny i remember i was on this morale flight in 29 palms california right and uh we were flying up and the altitude got really really high and for whatever reason i sat down and I just don't remember anything after that. What was this like? A everything was this dark. when you were in the Marines? Yes, like everything went dark, and I didn't hear anything. I heard nothing, but everything just went dark. And then when I finally came to, I don't know how long I was out, but apparently I'd been passed out for like ten minutes. But yeah. it felt it felt like longer than that. Like it was weird. But Do you remember anything while you were passed out? Or was it just blank space? Mm, I mean, for a moment, it kind of felt like I was like falling. You know, kind of like, um, do you have you guys ever seen the movie Get Out? Yes. Okay, so you know when he's in that that shadowy type of place, the sunken place, falling, the sunken place. He's falling like mm-hmm. out, right? I felt like that for a moment, and then I came to because I heard someone say. Hey man, someone get her the oxygen, man. Someone get her the oxygen. Her lips are turning blue. Whoa. Yeah. So then I get, I, I opened my eyes and I sit up and I was like, what's going on guys? They're like, dude, you were passed out for like 10 minutes. We thought you died. We were going to go tell Gunny to just, just tell, tell the captain to land. I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm good. That's crazy. So with that being said, so who the hell we are, maybe, maybe I, died are, I don't know. We are the main characters of our movie, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're watching this movie, do you want to be a hero or do you want to just be somebody that's in the fucking background? Because right now I feel like everybody listening to this, you're listening to this because you feel like you are more important and people are more important than what is happening right now. So Do you just want to be an extra in this movie or do you want to be the hero? 
because right now is the time to step up and be the hero. Do you want to go out as a little bitch that did nothing when you see all this corruption going on around you? Or do you want to speak out? Because the time of posting memes and talking shit on Instagram, it's over. It's time for real action. What the fuck are you going to do? I'm not asking anyone to go and be violent. Do not take this the wrong way. Feds, do not come for me. I am saying go out and make your voice heard and do something. Because if you do not, if you do not, then they will win. And this new world order that they have planned for us will happen. I just Do want to you interview. have the balls? I don't care if you're a woman or if you're a man. And I'm disregarding all the other 537 genders that they claim that there is. But if somehow- you are a woman or you are a man, then freaking grab your balls and get out there and do something. If you have children, especially because if you have children and your children grow up in a freaking communist society, tyrannical one world government, because you sat back and said, I agree with everything these people are saying, but I don't want to say anything because it could hurt my reputation. I could lose my job or no, now is not the time for that. You were born in this time for a specific reason, because God knows that you are a warrior. So go out there and be a warrior. People, now is the time. While you were saying that, it reminds me of a verse from the Bible. One of my favorite verses from the Gospel of Thomas, it says, if you bring forth what is within you, what you bring forth will save you. If you do not bring forth what is within you, what you do not bring forth will destroy you. So like you said, we all have some calling, you know, when you're, when it comes down to it, I have this meme I just posted, this guy, an army guy, he has his gun pointed at a guy's head. And on the other side, they have someone giving him the vaccine. Like it's either you do this or you don't like you have to stand up, you know, get up. You know, you, you have balls or not. You have kids. I have kids. I have two kids. I don't know about y'all, but I have a I'll do anything for my kids. You know, uh, go to jail gladly. You know, I'm not going to let you take, take whatever I have, what I've built just because you feel that you have some type of moral superiority or because you feel Lucifer is telling you what to do is the right thing. Like, come on, man, wake up. Absolutely. I I agree. And I, I've seemed to come across people now that get extremely defensive when I make posts and I say this happened because we allowed it to. Yep. That's 100% correct. And if they get offended, that's because they allowed it to happen. And And they're, they're afraid to look at themselves in the mirror. And I mean, I understand you have complete frustration with certain things, but then I come to realize that them reacting strongly to something that I say, or I post or whatever the case may be, it's simply deflection because they're angry and they understand that the anger is displaced. They're not angry at me for what I said. They're angry because they know it's true. Mm. And right now they feel powerless because again, they're falling for the manipulation the whole psychological warfare that's out there, making it seem as though people like us are the minority when we're not, we're the majority. But they try to censor and suppress everyone all the time. So nobody really knows. We need to make ourselves known as the majority. And that's what I was calling for when I just went on my rant. It's 
so many people feel like we do, but they're so chicken shit that they won't speak up because they're afraid of the backlash that they're going to get. Do I get backlash? Absolutely. I've lost my family. I've lost 90, more than 90% of my friends, but I've gained so much more because I know, I know that when it comes down to it, I'm going to fight for what I know is right. And I'm going to live on my feet and not die on my knees. Exactly. And that's, that's courage. That's what it comes down to. And if anybody honestly is afraid, just look at, just look at those people in New York city, man. I say, use that broken system. They get arrested. Okay. Well, there's no cash bail. They're not going to go to court. They're not going to be charged with anything. They're not. And those people, those freedom fighters that did that shit, they went there on purpose because they knew they were going to get arrested. They did not been arrested. I've been, I've been in jail. Yeah. Nothing different than what the hell was done back during the civil rights movement. It was a sit-in. And if you think about it, what was will once be again, because you have to learn. All this is just a shitty reboot. Everything you're seeing right now, it's the same shit that has happened before. And if you still don't see that, then you really don't understand what the hell's going on around you. Seriously, Germany, Austria, concentration camps. I'm sorry, you just switched up the backdrop, but it's still the same fucking script. Mm-hmm. Same, same script, same, same shit, different toilet. That's all that it is. But again, don't please. People cannot get upset when I'm just calling out something obvious. This happened because we allowed it to everywhere around the world. The only difference is people in these other countries, they see that and they know. And now they're like, fuck, what do we do? All right. So, boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, this edit is going to be legit. I, I just want to know. Like we dove into that, that got really serious for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, everything that we talk about is serious. I don't think that I ever put out a podcast that is not serious as fuck. And people, I, I just wish that I was getting the same views as Joe Rogan because, oh, and by the way, Joe Rogan just had uh, Dr. Peter McCullough on. And if you haven't listened to that, go listen to that and advise your friends to go listen to that because that is red pill, red pill, red pill. Also, we, the people radio just had Dr. Uh, Peter McCullough on. Um, They only had him on for 20 minutes, but he dropped enough red pills on that 20 minutes to make you want to go listen to Joe Rogan's thing. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah. So um, one what I want to know is, is you wanted to talk about the spiritual war and I feel like we only scratched the surface. And I think this is a tale as old as time. I feel like since the beginning of Babylon, this has been, this has been the war that we have been facing. We have these secret societies. Um, we have, we have, um, 9-11 that happened under the guise of actually, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to reverse it real quick because this is white rabbit. And I like to get completely fucking crazy. What's your, what's your thoughts on flat earth? Uh, that's what I wanted to get to exactly because, okay. I can't remember the night I became a flat earther, you know, 
Yes, 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 yes. I'm hitting this one again. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Okay, so I ate some mushrooms one night and I was like, you know, I was I took a walk. I was I was looking at the trees and um, that earlier that day I had listened to a podcast. I think it was Eric Dubay. I'm not sure, but someone. Oh, applied. Eric Dubay is awesome. Yeah, he was talking about I think he made a documentary called Leveled Up. I don't know if it was him or TV, some other guy. ODD TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, him. Um, I said, fuck, you know, I don't watch it. So, you know, I started watching. I was like, oh, my God. Because st- for years, like Eddie Bravo, I would dismiss it. How stupid are you to think the earth is flat? How dumb are you? There's NASA, there's scientists all over. So so I watched it and like every minute I was like, OK, hold on. Let me take a note. Taking notes. I took like two pages of notes. And at the end of the night, I was like, God damn, the earth is flat. And so you say in two nights, you just no, no, no one night. One night. I, wa- I watched night. the documentary on mushrooms one night and I was like, oh shit, the earth is flat. Oh, you were on mushrooms. Okay. Well, that that definitely <laughs> changes. That definitely <laughs> changes. When I first heard of flat earth, I was like, that is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. I'm not even going to give it any of my fucking time. And then I kept hearing about it over and over and over again. And then I was like, you know what? And, and, and I, I'm a I'm a fan of ODD TV. He's actually I keep saying this, so hopefully he will actually do it. He's going to come on White Rabbit, and we're yes. gonna we're gonna uh, have have a very deep conversation about flat Earth, and I cannot fucking wait. But I was like, I'm gonna make this motherfucker look so stupid, and it's only gonna take me 20 minutes to discredit him. Well, here I am, about five years later. And have not been able to discredit him. And I am 100% a flat earther. Yeah. So like I said, this is, so I was on mushrooms and I clicked, oh, goddamn, the earth is flat. And, you know, like you said, the spiritual warfare, it's been going on for thousands of years. And the basic idea is, is to take you away from God or from source, whoever you think your God is, you know, I don't want to get into that specifics, but humans, we're here for a reason. We're created by God. And the the elites that what they want to do is turn you away from that and in, invert it, make you believe that you're just the lonely person here. It's all by chance, by accident. Actually, earlier I wanted to say something cutie talked about. She had talked about how um, evolution and Charles Darwin, he was a Freemason. So, you know, he, he, he used all that just to divert people or turn them away, turn them away from God. But yeah, this whole spiritual warfare is meant to turn you away from God. The earth is round. It's in a big infinite universe that happened by accident. You're nobody. You have no soul. There's no reason for you to be here. But if you pay attention, you know, there is a God. He created this realm. He made you. You're a special person. He gave you certain gifts and talents to share with the world. But this spiritual warfare is meant to turn you away from that through television, through music, through detergents, atheism, GMOs, television, schooling, music false idols, tons of factors that they used to turn you away from God. So, yeah, I I love that. I love that you came in with that because a lot of people are like, well, why would they lie about that? And you just you just brought that out in the beginning of your argument. I I love that. That's the main reason, because if you okay, what does it matter? What earth what shape the earth is? It doesn't matter if it's a cube or a square. What matters is 
you pay attention to how and who it was made by. It was a creator. His fingerprints are everywhere. I mean, just go outside your door and you see the plants, the sky, the trees, the animals. It's all interconnected and it's all made through intelligent design. And if you can't see that, I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with you, but try harder because the proof is everywhere. You just have to see it. And if you notice it, you see there's a God, you acknowledge him. You realize that the Bible says we're all here to serve each other. Our purpose and our goal is to serve each other to help each other, to bring each of us, our consciousness up into a higher frequency, closer to God. But they destroy that through indoctrination, through propaganda, through the, through the round earth model. It's all different techniques to turn you away from God. Absolutely, bro. Do you know what Dr. Fauci would say about that? Wrong. I do not know what you are talking about. <laughs> oh my God. No, I totally agree. It's all done by design. It is a way to corrupt your mind. And when you go the route of everything is random, nothing is interconnected, nothing is perfectly engineered or designed, none of that, then people are confused. And then they lose sight of themselves. And now they feel empty. They feel as though, well, what's my purpose? You confuse them. And then they become resentful because now they don't know why the hell they're here and what their purpose is. Because human nature is that they, we want a purpose. We want Absolutely. Answers. I think that's what every single person wants deep down inside is the main question they ask themselves is. What's the meaning of life, right? Yep. Why am I here? Exactly. And when you don't give them a reason or a purpose, that's when people feel lost and they feel resentful. And then they start becoming hateful. Because they don't know. And now we're at a point in time where a lot of people, they don't even care if the answers make sense. They just want answers. They don't care if they're right or wrong. They just want something. And that's why a lot of people, you know, cling to the, the, the corona lie for so long. Because it's easier to fool a person than to convince them they've been fooled. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, 100% over and over again. You know, like I used to get in these flat earth debates with a person that I went to high school with who I totally (laughs) respected Mm -hmm. and I actually kind of still respect him in a certain (laughs) sense. I love that. Kind of, kind of still respect him. (laughs) Well, no, because he's done, he's gone out of his way to discredit me in every single possible, but it's not, it's not that he's discrediting me. It's that he just starts insulting me Mm. and, 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 instead of having like a a legitimate debate and it's like every time i i try to speak to him like this is what i hear in my head whenever he says something she's lying no good rotten four flushing brainless dickless hopeless heartless fat ass bug-eyed stiff-legged spotty lip worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is everything i could totally understand that I have no problem having conversations with so many different people. That is completely fine. However, when you start insulting someone, then it's no longer a conversation. Yep. Then, then it's like, okay, we're, we're not going to talk intellectual anymore. It's like, as soon as they start insult, and I love that. I love, I almost love that you because as soon as they start insulting me, I'm like, I won. I already won. Okay. True. So I don't, I don't know it. I know most of my listeners know this, but I used to be, um, I used to be in the hip hop game for a long time and I used to battle rap. Ooh. And what? when I, 
And when I battle rapped, my what? goal, my goal was to make that person swing on me because mm. if they wanted to punch me, that means that I won. Yes. I already won. What? You used to. I want to hear right. something. Oh, yeah. Go go check out. Go. Uh, I'm on SoundCloud. You can go check it out. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the stuff on my SoundCloud is before I was awake. So it's a lot of stuff about uh, fucking bitches and drinking <laughs> and shit like that. There it is. There it is. There it is. So now, okay, I figured there was something in there like that. Oh, yeah, okay. so I don't promote that very much. But um, yeah, you know, like when it came to battle raps, though, like I could freestyle like a motherfucker and I will I, I would I would eat people up and my my goal every single time I was in a battle rap was I want to make this person try to punch me. Exactly. That's, right, one well, things, and that. that's one of the things I heard some truthers say something along the lines. If you get mad, you already lose. You start throwing ad hominem attacks. You're offended. You're hurt. Oh, I want to hurt this person. But when you're coming from a place of truth, you're not you're calm. You know what the truth is. The truth supersedes everything. The truth doesn't require your participation to exist. It exists regardless. But once you start suppressing the truth and you're afraid that someone else is going to figure it out, you start getting angry and, oh, no, don't look over here. Don't look at this. Get away from that, you know? And that's how you know you win. I think it was Cappy, that guy who got murdered, who... who, who uh, Isaac. Yeah, Isaac Cappy. He's the one who said, it, the, the side who's having the most fun wins. And it's us. We're just trying to live life, you know, spread the truth. You know, we're just trying to bring out that good positive humanity that's inside all of us and it's I don't know how much life. fun we're having because it's it's pretty it's pretty disheartening seeing how many people are going along with this evil agenda however it is very heartwarming seeing how many people are in this movement that have like minds like us and i love that like i love you so much cutie and oh. juan this is the first time we're having a conversation i fucking love you bro you are you are my people i fucking love you dude oh i love you too, well, bro. damn well into that thank you thank you funky white boy i appreciate that <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. You told me, yeah, I used to bat battle people. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I can just picture like, what was his name? Wasn't his name uh, Rabbit in oh, 8 Mile? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, my, and my podcast is called White Rabbit. How hilarious. Hardy har har. No, I, I went by Catalyst because oh, I wanted to be because I wanted to be the spark that changed everybody's thinking. Exactly. Okay. When I was little, that's all and I wanted. And that's why I still keep Catalyst Jones as my name. <laughs> oh. And sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Juan. Go ahead. No, exactly. The same thing. When I was little, all I wanted to do was shatter people's worldviews. I wanted to show them, look, dude, everything you believe. Like, even when I was in, in elementary, I was like, dude, Santa's not real. Pay attention. Wake up. I wanted to be that catalyst. Like, <laughs> dude, everything you've been told is a fucking lie. Wake up. And my whole life has been that, you know, catalyst. I like that. Don't All right. Well, I think this has been a fucking awesome episode. This is pretty good. This is pretty good. Um, it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure talking to you, Fran. And it's always a pleasure meeting other fellow frogs from all around the country. Much appreciated. It's a pleasure. Well, he, he doesn't necessarily uh, uh, 
approve of the Q movement, but that's okay because he's a truther. It doesn't matter whether he approves of it or not. The whole point is we don't all have to be besties. We all don't have to agree about the same things. The whole point is we're allies. We put those things aside and we all come together because we're all going against the same enemy. That's the point. Mm -hmm. I mean, how do you even respond to something like that? (laughs) And, um, Okay, so Juan, um, please go ahead and uh, tell everybody where they can find you, your podcast and um, your Instagram and what it is that you're doing. Also, don't cut us short. What is your goal? Okay, you can find me at truth.in.media or I think you could just find me with Truth in Media. My podcast, you can find it on Spotify. It's Bricks in the Wall. And my goal basically is to try to raise the people around me, raise their consciousness up. That's the goal because everyone's stuck in such a low vibration frequency that you can't see what's going on. But once you raise your consciousness and you start paying attention, and I always say love is the answer to everything. It sounds cliche, but uh, somebody said love is the answer. And if it doesn't work, up the dose. And for example, if you love yourself, you eat properly, you take care of your body, you sleep good, you work out, you meditate. When you love something, you you take care of it, you nurture it. But when you hate something, you know, you don't give a shit. You go to sleep late, you do whatever you want, but love is always the answer. Damn. Um, that was I love it, brother. You, you are awesome. And I would love to have you back on White Rabbit. Um, and, and let's dive down any other rabbit holes because I know I know for a fact that you have dove down just as many as I have and oh, you yeah. love you love talking about them. This is the first time that he is on White Rabbit, but don't expect to not hear him again. And QD, why don't you go ahead and uh, uh, throw out where you are, what you're doing and boom. Oh, very well. Well, like I said, it's always a pleasure to be on here with you, Fran. And I always love having conversations with everybody else that we seem to have on here, because even though we may have different beliefs, that's okay, but we're all in this fight together and we're all for a common goal. And that's to live a sovereign life. And I think that's beautiful. So anyway, you guys can find me on textqd.17. That's T-X-Q-D.17 on IG. You have links to all my backup accounts because the real ones always have, always have a backup to another backup. So there'll be those links in the bios there. I also have a Telegram channel. It'll be also in the bio in one of my backup accounts, or you can just send me a DM and I'll be more than happy to send you that link to my Telegram. Uh, Be careful of the DMs you send her because she is ruthless. (laughs) (sighs) You are something else. (laughs) All right. So I I would like to announce is the new merch content. And also I just started doing Sunday night weekend wraps. So every Sunday night at six o'clock. Do you freestyle on there? You know what? I could freestyle. If you you give me a word, you know what? Fuck it. Give me a word. Uh, Uh, Fuck. Give him a word. I wasn't expecting that question. Okay. Okay. Depopulation. What? Depopulation. Yes. I like that. Try it. All right, let's go. Okay. No, not doing it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? See, look, look at this. All right, calm down there, Slim Shady. All right, I wasn't. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I just couldn't help it. Yo, they want me to 
like I'm in hip hop nation. And then they give me a word like depopulation. They want to know what the fuck I'm really about. Well, just listen to the shit that comes out my mouth. You want to tune in, tune in to White Rabbit. You motherfuckers know that it's a damn habit. I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying, but I'm so fucking amazing that I'm fucking blazing. Not I'm like the whitest motherfucker that you ever seen. And that's all right, because I'm still on your team. Anyways. Hey, nice. dude, dude, <laughs> dude. Again, play that funky music, white boy. <laughs> play that funky music, white boy. That's when I realized yeah. I was a fucking idiot. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. See, look, it's poetry. You could even make the word depopulation sound pretty. <laughs> very nice. I don't even know about that. but It was poetic, damn it. It was better than just one repetitive verse over and over again for a three-minute span. Well, I think that this was a great podcast. I love both of you guys and uh, Juan, you are welcome back on my show anytime. And uh, if you ever want me to come and bless your show, I would love to do that. I would also like to say um, <laughs> Fauci and <laughs> Nancy Pelosi and <laughs> Peppermint Patty, all those mother <laughs> they can all suck up. <laughs> and uh, until next time, keep diving down those rabbit holes. Yes. Peace. There's a lot of opinions floating around these days. And I got my own, you know. They may not be publicly acceptable. They may get me canceled. But it's my goddamn American right to speak them. And if you got a problem with that, suck my dick. In a world made for the weak, the meek, the beta males and the sheep. Too soft for debate. If they don't agree, then they just block and try to censor whatever you speak. Only like minds on the timeline that they see. They anti this and anti that. So closed minded, really, they just anti facts. And you can show them the proof. But if it doesn't all align with their views that they've been programmed with from the news, then they don't want to hear it or even fucking be near it. See, the truth is too much for their spirit. That's why they fear it. Plus, they try to tell me no, but fuck it, I'ma say it anyway. I've been waiting for the government to kill me any day What the fuck, I'm not important enough? Must I talk about the vax, how they poisoning us? Or the Vatican and all the little boys that they touch? I'm not scared, shit it's not like I'm avoiding this stuff Yeah the first amendment still lives on through me And certain other motherfuckers who ain't on TV We the last dinosaurs alive in AD When we're gone, then you'll really know that freedom ain't free But if everybody got to showing some balls These agendas they've been pushing will be slow to a crawl But y'all so fucking soft Obeying and going along Sitting there triggered over a song I know the type Got a Black Lives Matter sign on the front porch Never had a black person in the house Yeah, it's time to call them out Virtue signal motherfuckers ain't about shit They just running at the mouth With these pre-programmed points of view And these ludicrous facts Asian hate, stop acting like you knew about that If you need a safe space, there's some room in the back With fresh vaginal wipes you could use while I rap Pussy, yeah, it helps them all sleep at night Know when they signed a petition for equal rights for transgenders Talking like it's their fight When in reality they never met one in their life They don't donate or actually do nothing about it They just sit there sipping Mountain Dew on their couches While they clapping for each other and circle jerking themselves Applaud the loss of freedom and cancel those who rebel And I'm the bad guy cause I'm white and not gay Which means that I'm a bigot and discredits what I say But uh, 
I'd rather have some toxic masculinity than have an inhibition, me bitch, so suck a dick of three. See the algorithms keeping you lost, and now you're caught in an echo chamber of your own thoughts. Let me talk while I can and speak to all my supporters before there's lawyers, threats, and gag orders. Cause nowadays that's the American way, with this false administration that has led us astray. They want the country to heal, but they don't spell with an A. What they mean is to obey and do whatever they say, but we tired of that. So when I'm here to rap, I got a duty to the people to bring light to the facts. Never see a day I'm taking it back. If I gave a shit, then I'd use a mask for wiping my ass. And when it comes to the shot, I don't care if you got it. Why you care if I didn't? I'm not understanding the logic. Shit, it's such a hot topic. You can get them in malls. I just got my eighth booster. Fucking round of applause. People scared to say it, so they just say nothing instead. So let me make myself clear so they don't twist what I said. Hell yeah, I'll get the shot with a gun to my head. After they pull the trigger and they vaccinate me dead And I ain't no Democrat, I ain't no fucking Republican either These motherfucking raw thoughts I'm a free-thinking citizen of the United States of America, goddammit Raw thoughts And I've been seeing where this world's going, where this country's going, it makes me sick These motherfucking raw thoughts Fuck the New World Order Take that vaccine and shove it up your ass Raw thoughts Oh, y'all thought I was done? Hell no. This is raw thoughts. You know how we do. Line these motherfuckers up. It's time to get to work. Where should I start? Joe Biden, I guess. Old Yeller. Shit, I'm honestly surprised he hasn't died on us yet. You ain't a president, dog. Shit, you don't have to pretend. Come on, Joe. We all know that you ain't actually win. Yeah, them puppet strings holding you up. Weak in the Bernies. Dementia really slowing you up. Should we be worried? You're tripping upstairs. Then you're sniffing on hair. Someone go and get this geriatric man a wheelchair. And then you got his son making lots of loot from the Ukraine. And blew it on prostitutes. So I'll snort a line of crack rock off the protective case up on Hunter Biden's laptop, so I'm typing in caps lock, like, hi Fauci, I seen that mayor leak, dog, better get a better antivirus, called a geek squad, the king of backtracks, last time I seen that many wrong numbers was me when I failed math class, in Jen Psaki, I'm getting sick of that lion twat, fire crotch, always trying to tell me they'll require shots, but if it's shots that they want, I'll let them have it, if they knocking on my door, checking my vaccine status, Andrew Cuomo, grabbing asses like the old days, still had time to kill more old people than old age, we all hate you, judge and defame you I speak for all Italians, we don't claim you Injected Rachel Maddow with a fatal strain of mad cow Walked her up a massive flight of steps and kicked her back down See your news come out, make me wanna smack the dick Right out of Anderson Cooper's mouth So ask your senator to pass me the AstraZeneca vax Your relative's dad go and jab your stepmother rapid Testing your ass when you have a temperature shit We gone nuts, don't vax the messenger Like Kamala Harris and Guantanamo Barrett She's incarcerated so many people I think it merits Leaving her there to rot, she deserving of it either way Just be sure you don't forget to go and throw the key away Now you can call me insane, but Ted Cruz is actually growing on me. Wait, let me explain. Shot-wise, he's been freedom of choice, while also fighting for the First Amendment, which I need for my voice to get out. So no matter how bad that I want to hate, I give credit where it's due. I know it's a hot take, but before I'm off the subject, wait, you still ugly. Shit, Arya Stark won't even wear your face. I'll impregnate Melinda Gates. She said my dick was great. I said, shut up, bitch. Get back in the kitchen. Fill my dinner plate. Then I liquidated Bill's estate. Blew her house up with them in them. Let them incinerate. Gathered up their and slipped them into some vaxes The FDA approved it and shipped it off to the masses Had some side effects, but they ain't worried about that shit Long as I ain't tell no one and pay my taxes Get your vaccine, shoot up like 15 And don't forget to go collect your free Krispy Kreme Go and get
get tested for fun to get a swab high Cause there's nothing quite like huffing ethanol oxide And Zuckerberg will try to censor my words Jack Dorsey shadow banning this revenge of the nerds New rules trying to regulate life as it was More mandates than gay night at the club So I'm sorry that I had to come and stop the show Before we all need a motherfucking shot to go anywhere So someone had to come and rock the boat And say shit that even Tom McDonald won't And I'm just one guy with the balls to say what I see Even if I sound off a ways All I know is that we're way too lost to save At this point, I could write a raw thoughts a day Shit, but these are my opinions And I'm allowed to speak them You wanna get the shot? Do you? It's called freedom You don't, then you don't Stop forcing vaccining Cause to me, that's like pushing pork belly on a vegan I mean it Disagree with my views, that's all fine I respect you for yours Respect me for mine We don't gotta draw a line in the sand or nothing Just respect Respect the motherfucker that'll stand for something So keep watching the news and keep trusting the numbers I'll keep digging for truth and tell them what I discover As they cancel motherfuckers just for raising their hand I'll pull my megaphone out and get to taking a stand Raw thoughts